Camper Profiler Tones and Talks, Season 2, Legends Tributes, Episode 9. Today we're looking at the amazing tones of uh, Soundgarden's Mr. Kim Thale. Here's the video. <music> Uh, Soundgarden um, had always very, very special um, uh, guitar arrangements and guitar tones. And uh, I think Kim Thale is someone who always left you longing for some release, but he always comes up with uh, another interesting twist to uh, a very unique part. And um, again with us uh, is Mr. Thomas Dill, who uh, dove very deep into uh, the sound and, and tonal and uh, um, also harmonical world of uh, Kim Thale and uh, lets us know uh, what, the, what the full story is. So Thomas uh, here about uh, Soundgarden's Kim Thale and yeah, Black Hole Sound. First of all, hi. Um, amazing guitar player for me um, because he is not the typical yeah guitar player guy he is unique uh, in playing in in sounds uh, everything is totally unique and it's uh something some people who are so unique um another guy for me is john frusciante from uh, red hot chili peppers uh, you can't copy them it's really hard because they have their own yeah it's it's like uh somebody who, who talks different has a strange accent uh, another accent uh, or something like that um and uh, these guys have that and they sound amazing and uh, i think kim fail is one one reason beneath the great voice of chris cornell uh why sound guarded sounded like they are sounding or sounded at that time and yeah i did a little bit of research um what they played what they what what kim fail uh used on the recordings uh it's not 100 percent proof but uh yeah i i did my best in research so here are the song facts um first thing uh the song is black hole sun the composer is chris cornell and band soundgarden we said that before the album is super unknown and uh album release was 1994 and the studio was at uh in seattle bad animal studio <clears throat> and the producer uh, was michael beinhorn and yeah i found out kim fail uh, his main guitar is a guild s100 early 90s reissue model here we are here's the guitar and uh, it's a an sg style guitar 
with two humbucker pickups and a phase switch to uh, switch uh, the sounds of the pickups. And the reason why he used this guitar, he said that in an interview, was uh, because he has more space behind the bridge for palm mute playing, for resting his palm, uh, than he had on an SG. So this was one reason beneath the sound and the play feel of this guitar. And uh, here we are, the man with the white one and the black model of this S100. And here's a screenshot from uh, uh, Rick Roundon from Premier Guitar. I think it was some between 2010 or something like that. So newer days uh, when they, they played their reunion tour. And he used the S100 and an S300, an old model from 1979 for lower tuning and a Gibson Firebird he used on stage two. And I just recently saw um, a video from Warren Ewart, produced like a pro, where he demonstrated the song and played some solo tracks. And uh, he, he made an interview with uh, Michael Beinhorn. And he said, <coughs> they used on particular on that song, uh, these guitars, Scratch Duo Jet, a Silver Jet, and a Fender Jazzmaster. So uh, yeah, some people say S100 is uh, the only guitar Kim Thalen used on these recordings, but uh, yeah, they had much guitars there. So maybe they used that one. But uh, of course, I think higher output than single coil and maybe yeah, some humbucking guitars. The amps and caps uh, or amp is uh, what, what he's using is the Mesa Boogie Dual Rectifier, the modern high gain amp in the 90s, the, the amp that changed music in that era. And uh, these days of with a, and at the reunion tour, uh, he used the tone, uh, it was a tremor verb combo and an Electrodyne hat. And the tremor warp combo uh, has a little bit more mid-range and drive and was set a little bit uh, lower volume. And uh, the Electrodyne hat has um, more lows, more sparkle at the top end, so a mid-scooped sound, a more mid-scooped sound, and was driven to these two by 12 caps with celestian vintage 30s so this is a picture also from the premier guitar rig rundown from these days effects uh, now it's interesting uh, i take this one to the effects because it's a tip a special sound it's the leslie 16. this is a uh, a speaker cabinet, rotating speaker cabinet, <clears throat> which was uh, driven by a Marshall JMP amp, as they said um, from the interview from Michael Beinhorn. And uh, Warren Ewart said that uh, they used a, uh, another one, uh, a Fender Vibratone rotating speaker cabinet driven by the um Mesa Boogie amp, the, the rectifier, and they used both amps, the Leslie cabinet and the Vibratone cabinet, to create this really 
great rotating speaker sound in the worst part. And um, yeah, for those who don't know, this is uh, the rotating <clears throat> speaker cabinet. We have a high frequency driver placed to the, uh, the upper side with two horn rot rotating horns. And uh, these are mic'd on left hand side in stereo. <clears throat> And then we have a low frequency driver, uh, I think it's a 12 inch speaker, um, which uh, blends in, into the, the, the bottom of the speaker cabinet into a two speed drum rotor. And uh, this black thing here is the open uh, space of the rotor. So, so you get sometimes a louder signal of depending on the speed of these rotors. So uh, they have two speeds, a fast speed and a slower speed, and you can uh, make a break. So uh, sometimes uh, you, you don't get the open uh, version at the microphone position. It's, it's a really spacey thing um, created for, for the use of a Hammond organ. But uh, as we guitar players are, um, we use that stuff too, because it sounds so great. And uh, he didn't use that one on stage or the Leslie or the uh, Vibratone. He used the Yuxen Katner Rotosphere on stage because it's a little bit smaller and not, <laughs> not so, so heavy to, to transport. And uh, this rotosphere is placed in the effects loop of the Electrodyne combo uh, when men use that on stage. So he had one wet amp and one dry amp for that sound. And just for information, here's the pedal board he used on that uh, tour. And uh, I think the rotosphere is somewhere behind the amp or some uh, somewhere placed because he didn't need that on the board. He switched it on, I think, with this knob here, BHS means, I think, Black Hole Sun. So this is the rotary speak, uh, the rotary effect. Yeah, that's about it. And uh, <clears throat> it's hard to create this sound, this typical sound for guitar. So um, I tried for, for this, um, Legends Tribute Collection um, to to make the uh, the rhythm part, the rhythm guitar, not not the lead part, and uh, to uh, make the verse part with a clean rotary sound, and the chorus part with the high gain amp sound in one rig. So I used morphing, and this is uh, because uh, you you see in the name. I will show you that on the rig manager. <clears throat> so here we are, Legends Tributes Collection 1, 2, 3, Kim Fail, and there's an M behind the name. That means uh, morphing is used. And this is used to switch between the verse sound and the chorus sound. So chorus, not the chorus effect, chorus part sound. Um, what did I use? Of course, Amp. Mesa Boogie dual rectifier. Now I turn to the original one. It's from the um, Lars Lütke from, I think it's Tonehammer. 
the tone hammer mm -hmm. <coughs> where are they last Lutke. he had to change he had to change his uh, his label due to some ah okay so shenanigans uh, mm -hmm. here's uh the profile in that pack uh where are we yeah so um yeah amp and uh of course natural reverb rotary speaker and some other stuff chromatic mm -hmm. pitch and wah high pass i will tell you why <laughs> okay coming down and starting from scratch uh, at the left side there's a no noise gate at point one uh, in the signal chain yeah for the high gain rectifier you need a, a little bit of noise gate it's set to 4.1 the threshold <clears throat> so here is the clean guitar sound Nothing fancy, a clean sounding rectifier amp and a little bit of natural reverb. And it's set, I will come to the morphing later. Uh, it's set to 1.8 seconds and the mix level is at 48. So it creates a little bit of more space in the verse part. Um, next one is the guy here, rotary speaker. The rotation speed is set to fast and um, you have the low high level balance that means uh, when you uh, have this picture of the uh, rotary speaker in mind uh, we have two speakers in there a high speaker high uh, high frequency speaker and the low frequency speaker so when you only want to hear the high frequency speaker turn it to the right 100 percent and only the low then to minus 100%. So this is equal in the middle position. Here is stereo at 180 degrees. So uh, that means you have the speaker really uh, wide in wide stereo. In mono, check this out. So it's really wide sounding. Um, that's all and uh, yeah it sounds close to the verse part but for my own opinion it's not close enough <laughs> i uh i don't know i think they had some synth or something like that doubled with some higher notes it, it doesn't sound this is normal guitar sound and uh i tried to to uh it, it sounds in in the recording in the mix it sounds uh, a little bit special a little bit uh yeah filtered 
and uh, with higher frequencies. So this this is what I heard. Um, it's not briefly only uh, some 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 kind of. Uh, it's just mm -hmm. my feel from listening to the original. So what I did is <clears throat> adding a chromatic pitch now behind the stack, uh, just with one voice up an octave and the mix level really low. So to get this some little shimmering tone, When I put the mix level really high, Mickey Mouse, yeah? Mm -hmm. That's not what I wanted. Just a little bit mm -hmm. uh, at minus 737. Just a little bit of shimmer. Turn it off. Oh, here we are. Now with. Interesting. Really small difference. Just small. But uh, for me, it's getting closer to, to the uh, mix sound of the recording. And uh, another thing I put on is the VAR high pass. So it's a touch VAR. Mm -hmm. Mix level at 55%. And uh, I will turn it all the way up. Touch mm -hmm. one, but with 55 and soft attack. Uh, when I played it, uh, the way before uh, I, I hit the strings hard, now with soft attack. You get the transients mm -hmm. are smoothened out and, and get this filtery effect on that. Without those two. So this is, uh, yeah, for me, a really small detail, but I think it's important. Um, just uh, when when you uh, want to play that and you don't have a synth player, I think it's a, a small synth line because uh, Michael Beinhorn at that uh, at these days was a really huge fan of techno music and uh, synth sounds. I think they put put it. Uh, a little synth just with the top note so there's oh the, the first one so just that one again and that one interesting hmm i have to i have to go back and listen to this yeah, and and, and uh please people uh, write something uh if you feel that way or if you think hey Mr. Dill is totally, <laughs> totally somewhere else. No, because because uh, just as you do it uh, and add these special things, I wouldn't have thought about actually. Uh, um, and 
you you demonstrate what it does to the tone this these subtle differences but they add a little bit of you know you could call it dirt or some some irregular uh, uh, things uh, they make it of course more um it's like if you add another spice to yeah. Yeah. a standard dish so you make it more interesting and 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 uh, uh um unexpected and that always makes the difference and that's what i always say it's uh you you always go the important little bit further into these things and and then you end up with a more uh hearty and lively and and more expressive uh tone that's pretty impressive and uh but i will try to find out what what that is um yep, yep. And, and especially uh, um mentioning this um I think we don't we didn't have touched this uh, yet. Uh, uh, the original recording is even in a weird uh, in a weird place because it's not uh, some somewhere between uh, two keys. Yeah, it's yeah. not drop D. It's uh, drop, but uh, I think slightly below E flat or something, or even higher than E flat, but still dropped. Uh, I try to. Uh, uh, analyze it with one of the uh, uh, various, um, you know, uh, audio analysis uh, software pieces, and it, it was always all over the place. Maybe they, they uh, put the tape a little bit faster. <clears throat> because Beinhardt said in, in that one interview, that the band liked to play the song faster. And he uh, wanted to have them really hard and and slow moving and it's great so uh, maybe they they did a compromise <laughs> on yeah. that so and you know uh this sound drove me mad because uh i had it already programmed said okay no problem leslie effect clean rectifier here we are mm -hmm. then i listened to the original as said no it sounds the guitar sound is too normal it's too too clean too then needs uh, to be some some special twist on that and uh, yeah i tried a, a lot stuff <clears throat> and came to to this uh filtery effect with the wah high pass touch wah mm -hmm. and chromatic pitch and yeah Again, let's go back to the rig manager. The studio EQ, I didn't turn that on, uh, is just to match the speaker's frequency range, high cut at 8.7, low cut, nothing else here in the mid or higher range, boosted or cut down. <clears throat> so now coming to the morphing part um when you and this is very interesting um you see here the red and blue dots mm -hmm. high pass chromatic pitch and rotary speaker so here are some morphing parameters um in these effects just the mix level so bar high pass mix level from the verse part so let's say the verse part is red the chorus part is blue, so it uh, comes down 0%, so the high-pass filter is turned off in that case. Same with the chromatic pitch, mixed mm -hmm. level, mm -hmm. minus 50, so it's turned off. The rotaries of the amp, we have the gain, 
of course, from clean to... High gain. And uh, definition is at 10. So that means really tight low end. And if you put definition at in the middle. So for modern sounds, yeah, turn defini definition really up to get this tight low end and you have a punchy high frequency range. Um, okay, the rotary speaker also is mix level at 100% for the worst sound. And turning to 2% for the chorus sound. So why 2%? <laughs> Nasty little detail. Um, normally, he uh, or in, in the original, you hear it, uh, if you're interested in, uh, go to Warren Ewart, produce like a pro, and uh, Black Hole Sun, he uh, plays the um, soloed guitar tracks and drum bass tracks and everything and you hear on the chorus part that there is a rotary effect also on this high gain sound but uh, i couldn't make it for this one tone with morphing because uh, you need to turn the rotary speed to slow um, then you can raise the mix level a little bit And you get this rot rotary sound with a high gain uh, guitar tone. So, and this is uh, the reason why I uh, had uh, the, the rotary speaker to uh, mix level to 2% just to have a little bit of amount of this rotating sound mm -hmm. but it, it would be sound weird now uh, wait go back to the rig manager um, it would sound too weird uh, if I would turn the mix level to, to 11% so this is my compromise uh, if somebody is using that sound in in the band, yeah, then then make another rig and turn the speed down and set the mix level for this tone to a higher amount. And here, going back. And it's programmed uh, in that way uh, when you uh, push the the switch of the the, the rig, then then it turns to to the next uh, to the morph part. So uh, it's no time mm -hmm. to change. Uh, no time to change this sound. The rise time and fall time is set to zero. <clears throat> yeah, this is really interesting. 
And uh, yeah, a great tone, great performance. Um, what 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 they did at these days. Yeah, that song when that came out, this was amazing. It completely blew me away. Uh, and the and the video, this uh, weird thing uh, on top of that, Chris Cornell, rest in peace, man. And uh, what really kicked me as well was uh, because Matt Cameron was on drums. Yeah. On that record, and uh, this intro break. Um, you know, the toms and the kick drum and the snare, they're so, uh, that's one of the greatest drum sounds I've heard for, for music like this. Uh, it's so full, but still um, transparent. And so uh, how they got that, I don't know. Uh, it's still, still weird. it's, it's still, it's still uh, uh, um, um, a very unique, outstanding um, piece of work, that album. The snare sounds so great. It, it rings. Yeah, this weird combination of uh, it's compressed. It's it's uh, you hear like tape stuff and tubes, but still transparent and still with the punch, not not so mushed out. It's uh, uh, mo most probably a lot of parallel uh, uh, shenanigans going on at the same time there, uh, or re-recording whatever. Uh, it's uh, it's really amazing. So I still, uh, it's a personal thing. Uh, I still have this in mind uh, when I try to come up with some mixes for uh, rock oriented stuff. Yeah, this is this is uh, from from uh, as a reference for great rock drum sounds and and great guitar sounds too. Mm -hmm. uh, this this album is uh, absolutely great to, to have that reference mixed reverence or something yeah should uh, get get back into this and learn uh, uh relearn the parts again um hearing yeah. your 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 great guitar sound there uh i have something to uh add um, mm -hmm. did the last two episodes too uh if somebody likes to tweak the eq in the amp section mm -hmm. Um, I have the newer version of the rig manager with uh, the liquid profiling and the, the amp model uh, here on there. Um, you can choose a different, this is the, the rig, how it was profiled with all the yeah original way. And if you like to tweak and the, the sound of the, uh, with, with the EQ or the gain section, Take this one and choose the matching um, amp is Mesa Boogie Dual Rectifier Red. I think red is the high gain channel. Is that right? I don't know. Yeah, red. Channel red. Okay. So here we are. Um, just for the morph sound. So we have the gain, the Amp gain will would be on 10. We can go a little bit further because generic gain is at 7.1. So if you like to have more gain, you can. And this is then it's more gain as on the original Mesa Boogie. And uh, the reaction of the treble and presence control is the same as on the amp. <laughs> 
Yes. Hmm. Original. Huge difference. Yes, indeed. So um, you you get really much more closer to um, the original amp sound mm. using these uh, matched tone stacks. And as I said in the, the other uh, videos, uh, the play feel, try it out. The play feel is much better. You, you get this reaction from the amp, uh, from the profile, uh, much better than, than using the normal EQ. And it sounds, yeah, you uh, normally with uh, when, when you see my uh, sound settings on all those legends uh, tributes uh, collection, the, the EQ is almost in the middle because uh, when I like to tweak something, I, I took the studio EQ. Mm -hmm. Sometimes uh, put the EQ position pre and added some, uh, yeah presence and treble for for those uh, fender style amps but now it's it's a total different world and you uh, don't need to have a liquid profile so these newer uh, profiling tech technique uh, to to make profiles you can add this uh, tone stack to older profiles too. so uh, if somebody needs to tweak some some a bit uh then go to amp model choose the amp model you don't need to choose the matching amp model try something and you get really uh, cooler newer sounds cool uh, this is uh this again so inspiring uh, um, and this especially uh, um, on top of it because when i need to go to my uh most uh, um, heavily loved um, tube Thompson, um uh, rig and try to uh, find a proper tone stack for that. Awesome. Yeah, uh, thanks for these tones. Uh, this is uh, one of the, I don't know, defining tracks of, of uh, modern rock music, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, guys, again, try this at home. And um, also for your own stuff, um, be, be creative and uh, yeah, that because that's that's a great combination here with that track, you know, the writing, the production, uh, the guitar tones, uh, it's in a way classic, but then so weird because of the chord changes. Yeah. Um, the detuned guitar, uh, no, the drop, drop tuned guitar. Uh, that does this and then the the guitar sounds um yeah uh it's it's inspiring for even um could be used for modern stuff as well uh as well with this rig start something new um would be would be awesome yeah okay enough talking about this thomas again uh thanks a lot welcome for this especially and uh, yeah we are curious uh, about what you will come up with uh, next time because there's yeah four legends tribute collections already um, a lot of uh, material to choose from and uh, yeah uh, make more music try this at home and uh, see you sometime next time soon next week actually take care bye <laughs>